0: It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo, zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now
0: let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
1: Vic Tafur is a senior writer for the Athletic. You should subscribe. All sorts of good stuff. The other day, he covers the Raiders and the NFL. Has a podcast called State of the Nation. I was summoned through at night. I woke. Uh, I, I i watching games, and he had an an article on the best bets, the overs, the unders, which are called future bets. Now I did find myself agreeing with almost all of them, but to some I did not, and I thought it was it'd be fun today on a Friday because we're getting to that time of the year the over under bets come out. They're called future bets. Vic Tafers now joining us live covers again the Raiders in the NFL. So Vic, let's start first of all. Thank you. You're a busy guy with the best bets. Now um, I, I have I have argued that the AFC East suddenly is much better than anybody wants to admit in that division. You have the Jets under nine-and-a-half wins. Why do you have them under that total?
2: Well, I think it's the schedule. You mentioned it. it's a tough division, but also they play uh, the AFC West this year and the NFC East. So it's a real tough schedule, especially for the Jets. I think it open up with like a really seven, a really tough games. So uh, I think I said if I if you don't have them going four and three in those seven games, then you probably shouldn't bet the, you know, the over, and I don't. So I think they're going to have a little, a little rough time out of the gate Aaron Rodgers getting comfortable with his new teammates. So I have the under, I think it was nine and a half, I think.
1: Yeah, and also it should be noted, Aaron struggled in Green Bay with younger players. Brady didn't love young players. Some of these older quarterbacks, Vic, uh, they don't, you know, they'd rather bring in their Gronks and their, you know, their Edelmans or whoever it is. So I think that's well stated. The other best bet you have, and it's interesting because last year, suddenly we went from Russell Wilson's a bit overrated to he's washed. I do not, maybe I'm wrong, I do not believe he's washed, but you have over eight and a half when you, and I agree, but did you worry about how good the division is when you said that?
2: I did, but I just think that even if you watched the end of last year, I thought Russell Wilson got better. I think, I don't know what happened with him and Hackett. Obviously, he didn't, there was no chemistry or whatever. He had his own personal coach in the building. I mean, who knows what really happened, but he was terrible for the most Most of that year, but the last month, I thought he was a lot better. I think Sean Payton, that's a huge boost, and not only for Russell, but the rest of the team in terms of installing some discipline on that team. A lot of penalties last year and drop passes. So I think that's a big addition. It is a tougher division, but I think they can squeeze by and get. Good nine wins, a 10.
1: One of the few teams I disagree. I think the number for the Cowboys, I can't see them winning 10. I worry that they're very C.D. lamb-dependent. Uh, they lost a productive tight end. Their running back situation due to an injuries in flux. But you think Dallas is an overplay, Vic. Why is that?
2: Just because of the talent. I think there's a lot of talent in the roster still, especially on defense. And I think, um, I think I have the Giants going under and also the Commanders going under. So I think the division's not that hard this year. I think Mike um, McCarthy, I'm a little skeptical about him coming in and taking over the play calling. And just going to try to get the run game going more. But uh, again, for me, the talent and 10, 10 and 7 to me is not uh, asking too much, I don't think, of that team.
1: Now, where Jason McIntyre and I strongly disagree, I said, "Listen, when players get older, they're still great. They're just not as great as often." Darnold, Cooper, Cup, Stafford, I and Sean McVay is absolutely a top ten coach in the league. The NFC is weaker. I look at that six and a half number, and that would have been that's one of my that's probably my first or second best bet. You have it as an over as well. Um, is there anything that
2: concerns you about them? Yeah, I guess I mean they have what thirty rookies this year, so yeah. I mean they could all be bad. So who knows what the real talent level is? But I just think for him, for McVeigh last year, you know, I don't know if he's burnt out, he had a rough year, all the injuries. I think it's got to be kind of invigorating to get these young guys in there. Uh, he says that you know the quarterback looks good this year, looks like he's healthier, and I'm sure Aaron Donald's fired up. So they have enough really good veteran guys that can lead them. And again, I again, I don't like think the bar is that high. I think seven wins. I think I can see that. And, again, it's all about confidence. If they get, through, you know, get some confidence early in the season, I think things will take care of themselves. Yeah, they're
1: very young on the defensive side outside of Aaron Donald. Okay, you're, the underbet. some of these are good teams. Uh, I agree with you on Kansas City. I see them as a, a, an 11-win team, not a 12 or a 13. You do as well. Vic, Y. Why?
2: Just because I think the division gotten a little tougher. And I think um yeah, some guys got replaced in O line and they got they lost their number one receiver last year. But I'm a little uh, a little scared because last year I went under with the Chiefs because I thought they'd, you know, really missed Tyreek Hill it was a horrible thing they couldn't get over. It. But clearly I was dead wrong. They were easily got the over. So I'm a little that would I love, but I'll take the under and, and hope for the best.
1: Yeah. By the way, they also do face uh, about eight straight weeks of really good quarterback play. It is hard to beat great quarterbacks, even with Mahomes in succession. Now, uh, in succession, you have the Lions under. Uh, I, first of all, um, it is they're a fun story. They've been so bad forever. It's fun. I think it. I think there's an implosion potential here. Why do you have them under?
2: I think similar. I think last year, there was such a great run. Everyone got on board. They had it going. I just think that it has to be a little bit of a regression this year. I, mean, I don't know if Jared Goff is, can have that kind of year again. I didn't love their draft. I thought you know, running back that high was kind of a, a bad move. I they also got a linebacker, a run-stopping linebacker. I didn't, I didn't like their draft. I thought they kind of maybe got a little too cocky a little bit about where they were. So I think it's, again, it's a tough schedule. I think a small regression is not going to be too surprising.
1: Okay, two other unders, I talked about this earlier, the market, not Vic, not me, not anybody else, the market is saying they don't buy Justin Fields, it's seven and a half, you have an under despite the elevation of skill players here in the offseason, why Vic?
2: Just, I think that's too big a jump. I think they—they you know, they were not very good last year. They only won—I think they only won three games last year. So it's already a big jump. And I just, again, I just um, like you said, I think that there's some doubt about the quarterback. I think he may have flashes. He may be a great running back. You know running type quarterback, but I mean, how good is he going to be this year? I can get why the market's questioning him, and I also think that it's a little too optimistic to think eight wins is, is in the bag.
1: By the way, a defensive coach with a young quarterback, the recent trajectory on that is not great. Sometimes the defensive guys aren't as refined offensively. A bit tone deaf, we see that in New England. Speaking of that, let's pivot to the Patriots. It's weird to say you have them under seven and a half. My concern is they're slow and in the draft, they went with interior linemen and kickers. They're just a slow football team. I don't think they're very good. Your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I don't see why you'd have a lot of confidence in them. I think I'm not a Mac Jones guy. I thought he uh, clearly got regressed last year. I'm not sure if that's all on the coach. If that's all on on Patricia, I know it's easy to say, but again, again, the defense is not like super fast, and I don't know if Belichick really has that magic touch anymore. So I think, and again, again, it's a tough, it's a tough division. So and a tough schedule. We mentioned the the jets so i just think it's a lot to ask of a guy who really hasn't been that great as a coach the last three or four years yeah
1: all right Vic tafer senior writer the athletic his best bets his overs his unders on a friday Vic, thanks for stopping by i'm
2: gonna take care
1: you bet okay i'm gonna give you these jmac i'm gonna give you his best bets and you go agree or disagree our guys can run tape over it okay best bets he's got one two three four five six Jets under nine and a half. That's a miss. Okay.
3: Oh, for one, Vic. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're not winning less than nine games. Okay. I
1: mean, if there's injuries, fine. Maybe he gets lucky. Well, Next. the over-under is nine and a half. So he says nine and eight. You think it's a miss? That's a miss. Broncos over eight and a half. I'll give Vic credit on that one. That's a good one. Yeah. I like it. I also think he pointed out Russell wasn't as bad late. The other thing that I think has to be discussed here, they elevated their offensive line. We never question their defense. We don't even question their skill people. Their own line was a mess. Some
3: concern about the Javante Williams injury at running back. Some Uh, think it's worse than people. There's some chatter. Kareem
1: Hunt could be in the mix in Denver. We'll see. Okay. Giants under eight and a half. That's a winner. And you've been on that from the beginning, and oh, yeah. your reason is— schedule, I mean,
3: the schedule is brutal. Daniel Jones is not very good. He's limited. We know that. Ravens over 9.5. Now, you are you don't love that. TBD. Um, I'm not as bullish on the Ravens. Listen, there's a lot of time to go till August and September, but just a lot of newness with the offensive coordinator, the Lamar Jackson prickly offseason, new receivers.
1: Wait and see on Baltimore, but I, I think under. Packers, he has over 7.5. Oh, a half. no. You don't like well, that's that? That's way off <laughs> Yeah. You, you think they're a five-win team?
3: Five or six, yeah. I mean, I know you want to order a Jordan Love jersey and everything, but let, let's be a realistic. A
1: five-win team. First of all, just here's the things. Good O-line, good coach, star run Wait game. Wait a minute. Good coach? We know LaFleur's a good coach. He won one in 13 games. He did or Aaron Rodgers? Well, he's not incompetent. He is clearly... I'll give you that. He's not incompetent. He's clearly a- competent in a division where... Who's the other great quarterback? Well, let's see. They got swept by Detroit
3: last year. Uh, I would, I would say Justin Fields is probably better than Jordan Love. That's
1: fair. Um, so your argument is basically, and this is your best, I, I just, argu- yeah. your best argument is Green Bay has the fourth best quarterback in their division. That's fair, and I think it's probably accurate yeah. this morning, yeah. and therefore that's the argument I, I, again. Just think about this: The Packers declined his fifth-year
3: option and then said, "Hey, let's do a team-friendly deal that's incentive-laden." What does that tell you?
1: Yeah, they've seen him in the building for years. Then they have the Bucks and Baker Mayfield under six and a half. I mean, that's it's that's a bad team. That's a bu- bad Bucks team.
3: Todd Bowles, you know, put the house up for sale. <laughs> it's looking bleak there. You got to wonder if they're in the mix for your boy Caleb Williams. Come like. Late October, do you just say, hey, let's see what Kyle Trask has to offer?
1: Absolutely. And and then the Bucs kind of bottom out. That's that's the closest you can get to tanking, saying we're going to play a less talented quarterback. And by the way, it's a legitimate argument. We just want to see what Kyle can do. Baker's better, but we're not building around Baker. So I, I think the two teams I really strongly believe will be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes are Tampa and Arizona. Yeah.
3: So if you're Tampa, remember, you've got some pieces that you could sell at the deadline. Mike Evans, hey, thank you for your service. Chris Godwin. Um, they've got There's some talent there that they could just offload oh, I've, I've, in an effort to win like two games and get Caleb Williams.
1: Like, I, I have heard from uh, a, a, an executive friend of mine that many teams in the league at the deadline will be looking at Arizona... And Tampa Plucks for that very guys. reason.
3: Now, the problem is Todd Bowles is like a veteran coach. He ain't going to want to lose. He's going to know if but you win not- two or three. I'm getting fired. So he's going to try his butt off. And a lot of young kids on that Tampa team.
0: Uh, but I would agree with Vic. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m.
4: Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes.
1: And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. All right, J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news! This is the
0: Herdline News.
3: Let's keep talking about Jordan Love. Nothing gets Coward excited like some Jordan Love. Here are the highlights. The yak Uh, He's just going to throw five-yard passes. uh, Let's see what you can do with it because I uh, don't have accuracy down the field. At any rate, I'm bashing the kid too hard. Good luck, Jordan Love. Anyway, he's trying to follow up back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks in Green Bay. And QB coach Tom Clements thinks Jordan Love has the traits to be the next franchise guy. I love it.
2: He can throw the ball, um, number one, which you need to do in the NFL.
1: He's athletic. He can move around by time, um, and he's intelligent, and he generally makes good decisions. And um, just uh, at this point, just needs to play and um, work on processing information, making quick decisions, and then getting it to the right guy. But he has all the qualities
2: you're looking for in a guy to, to be successful.
1: So it's funny. When you watch the video... When you watch the video, very clean delivery, six three and a half, mobile, good body frame. Everything's safe five Every, yards down the field. Okay, you're right, you're right. But when you look at him, tall, mobile, mechanically sound, he's got a very quick release. It's it's again, he may not be able to throw the ball from twelve to twenty-five yards. But it's funny, when when you and you pointed that out to me, all these highlights are underneath stuff, and maybe that's what he is. But it it does. When I look at him, he snaps it, his size, his mobility. They got playmakers and Dobbs and uh, Watson. I'm saying he does check a lot of the boxes. We don't know when the live bullets are flying if he's ready to go. Yeah. But he does. When I watch him, he checks the boxes of size, mobility, release. You don't have a Sam Darnold dramatic release. He's not sidearm. He's tall enough. He's not tiny. He moves really well. He's at, on all this underneath stuff. It's accurate and easy. It looks like layups for him. I, I don't
3: want to be wet blanket guy. All you know, right. I, I took a shot at the uh, the. Remember the OC the other day? I, I said it looked like he sold me pool, pool. equipment. Yeah, I feel. I mean, listen, that, that was. Un, I don't want to be negative guy because I'm a positive dude. You know me. Yes. I just and I hear laughter in the control room. <laughs> I, I am. I, I'm not a Packers basher. I just don't feel like they're going to be very good. Let's okay. just move on to somebody we can both praise. Victor Wembanyama. Wemby. Being touted as maybe the best NBA prospect ever. Now listen, you and I both like Chris Broussard a lot. He went on the show after us first, uh, things first. And he said that Wemben Benyama's career could match Kevin Durant's and it would be a letdown. Like, this is crazy. Here's a Broussard video. <laughs> if he's Kevin Durant, if he's Hakeem Olajuwon. He has not met expectations. Okay. Oh, well that's, no, what, that's here, what the expectations. His are expectations too high. are to have a career like LeBron, Jordan, Duncan, Shaq, or Kareem. Now look, I'm not gonna act like I'm the Wimbanyama expert, but I'm saying from what I've seen, you know, and in, in what I've read yeah. and what people are saying, this dude is, like I said, if he's a King, as great as a King okay, was. And- that is I, not... He has not met X McTain.
1: Now, I would say... Well, I would say Akeem, basically, the minute Jordan took, took a siesta to play baseball or took a hiatus, Akeem won the titles. So, Akeem just... He ran into the Phil Mickelson. He happened to be in his prime when Tiger was in his prime. It's almost like Peyton Manning would have won more, but Brady was in his prime. So, I think... I always thought Akeem was better than people think. Because he had to he had these legendary people in front of him, including Michael Jordan and his prime. But the KD one, let's just that's because more people talk about KD. So KD's career, this is what's funny. The people that think that's wrong, and you're one of them. Well, you are too, right? Uh, oh my god. Let's just go to KD okay, argument. Okay, all right. Just the KD argument. Forget Akeem, who I think has been historically undervalued. I mean, go ask Shaq about Akeem. Yeah, yeah, that's good. He works Shaq. Okay? But KD, the overwhelming narrative is by you and many. Never did it himself. Had to join great teams. Bad decisions. Falls apart physically. None of that's untrue. And I love KD. If Wembenyama, if we are saying in 20 years he fell apart physically, never could lead a team, had to go join great teams as the best prospect ever, that is a disappointment. Oh, no. Not Colin, a key.
3: Take a key. Time up. out. Let's start here. Is Kevin Durant a top fifteen player in the history of basketball? Uh, fine, uh, top seventeen. I mean, I have him like just twelve, do, but let's do twenty. Fine. Is he a top twenty player in the history of the sport, Kevin Durant? Yes. Yes. Probably. Near twenty. If, if this nineteen-year-old seven-foot-five unicorn from France is a top twenty player in the history of basketball, how could that possibly be a failure? No, How no, could
4: that possibly... That's what Bruce is saying. Well, well, well.
1: He said disappointment. How could that be a
3: disappointment if you're the top 20 basketball player in the history of anyone who's played the sport? That
1: There's no way that's a disappointment. If my old family went to Stanford, and all my kids, I paid for Stanford, I'm not saying it would be a failure if they ended up mowing lawns for a living... But I'm saying I would probably be a little disappointed considering what I had paid and the lineage of expectations. There's nothing wrong with doing that. What I'm saying is when you're called better than LeBron as a prospect and your career, again, let's forget Anything other than what Katie's career has been to most critics. What? He couldn't win in OKC. He had to join a dynasty. He made a terrible decision in Brooklyn. Well, he went to Phoenix and fell apart in a layup drill. All he uh, is uh, is a wanderer okay. oh, who you can't trust. Listen. That's what everybody says. I don't care what everybody says. Let's the rea- we, we, should, we need this to like an hour
3: topic. But bottom line is, Wembenyama in San Antonio is going to be a damn good player. We'll tell you about it here in 15 minutes in headlines, okay? Um, but... If you, you cannot say someone who wins two championships is an MVP of the league is like a disappointment because he's the best prospect ever. What this is, is this is the media setting this kid up to fail, and I don't oh. like that at all. We love We are putting Chris a Broussard. massive burden on him. Oh, burden. Uh, Bur- Broussard's my guy. Wojnarowski went on, and that's my guy, uh, went on TV and said he's maybe the best prospect in the history of sports. <laughs> Let's dial it back. First of all, on, Tiger Rhodes, Woods. On. Tiger both, Woods. T- Tiger Woods was making shots on 60 Minutes when he was six years old, wasn't
1: no, that he? was at Mike Douglas show.
3: Whatever, whatever. Mike Douglas show who went to 60 minutes. But bottom line is... No, Mike like, Douglas, bin, Mike Wallace worked at 60 minutes. Did I minutes? screw that up? Yeah. All right. Mike, Mike Douglas it, Whatever. Was a- Tiger Woods was awesome. <laughs> bottom line is, Wembenyama is going to be pretty damn good. Okay? Let's not say he's a failure or okay. a disappointment if he but doesn't we got, two, listen,
1: listen more than two Tiger titles. Woods had the weight of the world on him and delivered. Bryce Harper was called the best prospect in baseball ever. Crushed. By the way, LeBron, the chosen one, crushed. If you can't handle me talking about you, you're not going to be a star anyway. It's it's not about you. It's about, is the San Antonio front office going to get him what he needs? Because you know what? They
3: couldn't get it for LeBron in Cleveland. He had to leave and build his own damn team. You're
1: comparing the Spurs, historically great, with the Cavs? They're Past performance is
3: no indicator of
1: future performance. Yes, it is. If no, it's, it's not. If it's the same it's not old, the same guys. It, if it is, if it's the same owner and the same GM and the same front RC office, R.C. Buford's going to be there forever. And well, I don't even know if he still is. But he was there forever. he's going to be there for like. There, co- there, there is a reason that. Yeah, I mean, I history like setting, does. They're repeat. setting him up to fail.
3: I'm, I'm not doing anything. You're not, but Broussard sure oh, he is. Oh, yeah. Come not. on, fail. If you had if you have the career as Kevin Durant. You're an awesome player. You're historically great in the 0. .0001%. Are you not? You're pretty good. Thank you for putting that as the top. You, anyways, all right. Final story. Birmingham Stallions are hoping to <laughs> fire up their offense again on Saturday. against the Michigan Panthers. They have the number one scoring offense and the number two passing offense this season. Points scored have decreased each of the last three games. Face a Panthers team that has been outscored by at least 15 points in all three of their losses. Colin... USFL following the NFL with an emphasis on strong offense, forget defense?
1: Sure. We're seeing it in the NBA. It's all sports now. It's all offense. Who cares about stops? It's better for gambling, better for fantasy, better for television, better yeah, for the consumer. 100%. Less injuries, protect the quarterbacks. We're all offense on
3: this show. It's pedal to the metal. Is that what they, what they say? Do they say all. All gas, no breaks. Yeah, this show is all gas, no breaks. Yeah, even when I screw up, sixty minutes and Mike <laughs> Wallace and Mike Douglas and video clips from what nineteen eighty one. All right, Jay, I think I was in diapers Jay, maybe.
1: J Mac with the news. Well, that's the
0: news.
4: And thanks for stopping by. The
1: Lie news. Mike Douglas, though, uh, you know, posthumously is uh, you know is, was all sixty minutes uh, correspondent. I'm sure he's happy with that. I think he's passed. No, to gain visibility, who do I don't know? Who knew we'd talk about Mike Douglas today? I was more of a Merv Griffin guy. To gain visibility and control over your financials, inventory, e-commerce, HR, and more, take advantage NetSuite by Oracle, netsuite.com slash herd.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Balls. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
1: Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports and now newly minted first round picks like number one overall, Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, JJ McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr. and more. If you're into cutting edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show.
3: Tomorrow on Fox, Mookie Betts and the Dodgers take on Nolan Arenado and the Cardinals. Or Julio Rodriguez lead the Mariners against Ronald Acuna Jr. And the Braves tomorrow at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on Fox and the Fox
1: Sports app. Well, the NBA season's almost over. Going to be some big moves around the corner. So the fam- former newspaper guy who came up with headlines, we do this segment called Tomorrow's headlines today we try to predict the headlines coming up. So here we go. Tomorrow's headlines today. The headline for a possible move with the Blazers Damian Lillard. Well, you know Damian Lillard's pushing
3: back on social media. I don't want to go anywhere. I want to stay. Well, the headline will be Dame Stream Media. <laughs> Miami finds new host for net work. I've got this Miami trade. I really think there's something there. He fits. I got an actor pushing back on me on social media yeah. about this today. He he's upset. I do believe if you center a deal around Tyler Hero, who is a very good 20-point-a-game player, he's a former first-round pick, and you toss in like three other future firsts, a guy like Kevin Love, a veteran presence in the locker room, like there is something there. But Colin, we we we're in lockstep on this. Dame is not winning in Portland. Let's just be clear. There, there's no trade scenario where you can help him. So I think he's got to eventually ask out. And I think this summer, Dame to Miami, give Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo some help. That's a seriously strong team for the
1: Bucks and Celtics in the East. By the way, Kevin Love went to Lake Oswego High School near Portland. Tomorrow's headlines today. He'd like that. I right, think. Headline for the Suns that need depth and more players. Yeah, the hardcore listeners know we've been beating this drum for a little while. Phoenix
3: Suns, new owner, wants to spend money. The headline will be, skip to Maloo. Suns <laughs> get new dance partner. <laughs> I, I cannot wait for him to walk away from the paperclips and Kawhi Leonard and see the reaction. Leaving a superstar to go join forces with Booker and Kevin Durant. We will see what happens with Chris Paul. Clearly, the Suns need to move Ayton. But I do believe Ty Lu, a good tactician. We like Monty Williams in Phoenix. I liked yeah, him like him a lot. I like him um, a lot. I feel like he kind of got a raw deal, but that's neither here nor there. Ty Lue goes from a frustrating team where the players are always hurt to Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, arguably like the, a bigger version of the Splash Brothers. It could be something real
1: fun in Phoenix going forward with a new coach. Yeah, both guys, Booker, Kevin Durant, unlike Kawhi, a little more verbal, communicative, you hope. All right, let's talk playoffs. Tomorrow's headlines to me, the Nuggets-Lakers series. All right, we got a weekend game. What do we got? Lakers are not out of this yet. It's not over. I think we agree
3: the headline will be Do you even lift brow? (laughs) Nuggets just too strong for the Lakers. Listen, Anthony Davis, 40-burger in game one, but got bullied by Jokic. Jokic pushed him around. They had to say, we'll put Rui on him. Yeah. Game two, AD, four for 15. Colin, I don't want to hear this. Uh, This is on LeBron. He can't make a three. Not on LeBron. This is not about LeBron. Like, Anthony Davis needs to... You know, toughen up and not get pushed around and bullied by Jokic. We know Jokic is a, a little younger, a overall better player, but Anthony Davis needs to bulk up because if he doesn't get tougher in this series, they will not win. I still have the Nuggets in seven. I don't know if you're willing to change and come to the dark side I, yet. I,
1: I thought the Lakers needed to win one, but you know the Warriors didn't win one early in sack and went home and never. That's fair. All right, tomorrow's headlines today: Heat Celtics. Or yeah, Heat-Celtics. Now, tonight's game two in Boston. I think they'll even end up. What's the headline going to be? Yeah, Boston's going to have to win one or
3: two in Miami. The headline will be, don't go Jason Waterfalls. <laughs> Heat left needing some TLC. Mm. Shout out to my 90s music fans. I Love know you it. know about TLC. Tatum is going to emerge as like, whoa, whoa, whoa. All of a sudden, Calhoun says, I don't want the smoke. I, I can't get off a shot in the fourth quarter. The turnovers back-to-back. Jason Tatum is still the best player in this series, with apologies to your your guy, Jimmy Butler. Tatum and Brown get it together. Missoula gets his acting. Like, hey, buddy, can I see Grant Williams make an appearance in this series? Like, he could defend Butler. He's a great three-point shooter. I think the Celtics get it together, and I'd still have them winning the series.
1: Okay, let's let's go to the rumor and gossip mill. Rumors are James Harden and his guys wanted Doc Rivers out tomorrow's headlines today, what's the headline going to be for James Harden? Yeah, some some Sixers fans are trying to talk him into, hey, Harden shoved out Doc
3: Rivers so he could stay. He wants to stay with Embiid. Uh-uh. The headline will be, here I am to shave the day. Rockets to flip old Sixer-upper. I think he ends up in Houston where he can be, as he likes to say, James Harden and do his nightlife thing. And the Rockets at some point, like, this team has some talent. Like, unlike the Spurs, the Rockets have a lot of young talent. And I think they can harness that with Harden being the centerpiece into a potential playoff team. They they have it. They just need this veteran presence. And Harden, back in Houston, a better fit. And then a lot of questions about what the hell do you do with Embiid and the Sixers and Tobias Harris. But James Harden back to Houston, that's a story for the summer. And a a
1: story that we – I hope he plays a little in the summer league. Who knows? Um, tomorrow's headlines today, Victor Wembenyama. What is he going to be there calling him the best prospect ever?
3: Yeah, let's let's dial that rhetoric back just a little bit. But I love Wembenyama. 7-5, apparently, and Whoa, the Spurs my. got a good one. Here's a surprise for you. The headline will be, remember the a la mode. <laughs> Wemby dips his finger in playoff <laughs> pie. This will be my super hot take this summer. I believe Victor Wembenyama can get the Spurs to the playoffs and the key factor will be Fred Van Vliet, big time free agent, veteran, won a title in Toronto. They need a calming presence in the backcourt. Yeah. Again, you surround Wembenyama with some three point shooters. Keldon Johnson, I like the kid Sohan a lot. Uh Vassal, the young guy from I believe FSU, they've got some shooters and there is a path to quick success. As long as he doesn't get hurt playing in summer league. I don't know. Do you think he'll even make an appearance
1: in Vegas? Um, I, it's a great – they may – you know, the Spurs do things their way. They're kind of covert. I could see them not playing. Remember what happened with Chet Holmgren? I Plays do. a game, looks
3: awesome. I think in like a second or third performance, he gets hurt and he didn't play a game. If is healthy and can play next year, there it. there's just – let's remember, eight teams make the playoffs, but there's two play-in teams. And we're going to see some teams regress. Keep an eye on Memphis regressing. Let's see what happens with Towns. Minnesota could fall back. Warriors, we don't know what's going on. A lot of shakeup in the West – I like the Spurs as as making the playoffs next year. That's probably a little too hot for some people. But Wembenyama's well, that good,
1: man. If Portland moved off Dame I mean, there, there are some teams that are rebooting. New Orleans Pelicans, like what's going on with Zion? I have, I have no idea what that team does. Yeah, Warriors could reboot a little bit. They could, they could make some moves saying, although I, my gut is they want to do everything. I think the Warriors are fascinating, not only because we've watched them for years, but you trust their intelligence. So whatever they do, they're going to give it great yeah. thought. I, I, moving off Jordan Poole sounds, and I'm the first one, like he drives me insane. But Steph takes 20 games off who scores like yeah. he is a 25 point a game guy if you had to rank your most interesting teams
3: this offseason well the Warriors I are, think the Spurs have to be in there with one yeah, no, like,
1: they're definitely top five yeah. I think the Warriors are the dynasty rebooting um I'll throw this out okay Lakers don't win a game in LA they get swept what do you do? Oh jeez. No, I mean just what if what if they come what if they, what if now I think they're going to win game three, then we'll see how healthy they are. What do you do? So you back to moving AD now? Well it's it's I talked about this. The Boston situation's fascinating. It's got to at this point be results oriented. If you couldn't beat Miami and get through it, then you then then you either fire Missoula. Or do you just bring it back for a seventh year well, well, with Tatum Brown? So
3: they had Brad Stevens, then Udoka for a year. He imploded, and now you're going to can Missoula after a year? And by the that'd be four coaches in four years in I, Boston. I, I
1: know. I'm not. You know. I'm not saying they will. I just. I think there are times you make decisions, and it's not results oriented. Kirk Cousins created stability for the Vikings. They're not getting rid of him when he loses games or shrinks. I mean. You're going to sign Josh Allen for the next 10 years. It doesn't matter if he never wins a Super Bowl. But there are decisions that become very results oriented. Like a prime example with Boston is we can keep running this thing back. But if, because next year, Denver's, those young guys for Denver could be better. Hey, by the way, Milwaukee is going to reboot. They were the number one seat. Well, are they? Well, I think what they're going to do is they're going to keep Drew and Giannis, and that roster is going to look completely different. My guess is they're going to make some big Milwaukee's swings. Milwaukee's
3: probably top Atlanta, five. For-
1: Atlanta with Quinn Snyder for the entire year, going to be a handful. Knicks are absolutely going to make a move and Cavs. get another shooter. Cavs could mature. Like NBA's loaded right No, now. I mean, the I Knicks mean- are not going to sit on their hands here. The Knicks are going to go. The Knicks are a team that we know what they need. They need shooters. Yeah. And so they have a movable piece. RJ Barrett's movable. Julius Randle's movable. The Knicks are going to be very interesting. They know what they are, but the great thing about the Knicks is they know exactly what they're not. There's total clarity. By the way, Sacramento's going to be better after this experience. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. So if Boston, you know, it... it, Dallas, by the way, Luka
3: and Kyrie, like, what happens there? Do uh, they stay together?
1: No, no, you can't. Does
3: Dallas even crack your top five interesting teams this offseason? Well, I mean, what if they move on from Kyrie Irving? Then does Luka get upset? They're already dreaming in San Antonio about Luka being unhappy and wanting to
1: go play with Wembenyama. Go to tanklessmadesimple.com, 15 year warranty. Navian tankless water heaters. All right, no first things first today, just us. We're going to the Craftsman Truck Series in North Wilkesboro. Uh, Vic Tafer, Cedric Sabalas, thanks to both of you. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Live in LA, it's the herd.
0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust